UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. We, we won't talk about it during the show. Sure. Skeptic Podcast. I have another fascinating guest with me today. Um, so, uh, someone I've seen her on other shows and I've been wanting her to get, come on my show for a while. So it was just a matter of kind of planning it out and she's here today. Um, and I, who I have with me is Aurora Diamondheart. Uh, she's a YouTube content creator. She's professional tarot and astrology, and she's going to be doing and a manifestation coach as well. And she'll be doing tarot card readings for you tonight in a little bit. We're going to do an interview first. And then I always like, even when we do these, or we do like shows where, where I do readings, I think it's important to give the inter, the interviewee a, a, an interview, a good interview. So like you understand what their background and where they're from and everything like that. But uh, a little bit more about my guest. She covers topics and stories from her life that help inspire growth and live community and live community engagement through sharing stories in a dairy-like fashion. She hopes to help others unlock their own gifts, assist in healing inspire belief in oneself and essentially helping them to remember who they truly are. And if you want to reach her, you can reach her at Aurora diamond at gmail.com. And I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show. Aurora, thank Aww. you for coming on my show. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So I mean, before we get into the, the readings and stuff, like um, do, do you want to tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Like, and like how I guess to start off, like um, if you could like tell us a little bit more about yourself and then how you started to become in contact with um, what we would think of as extraterrestrials or, or maybe they're interdimensionals. We don't know. Right. I mean, but like you're you're definitely having contact with something that's not from this world. Right. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Well, it started for me, honestly, um, growing up, I always had just a really strong desire to be connected to God. And I did not find the answers I was looking for through religious means. You know, my family was Baptist and I got baptized. And I thought like, you know, when that happened, that they say, you know, accept Jesus into your heart and that will just, that will do this thing, you know, and you'll suddenly, you'll feel it. And I, I didn't, I didn't feel anything from it. And they didn't even have any answers that I, I had about like God. Like I realized that, you know, this wasn't going to be the place that I was going to find the answers I was looking for. And, you know, uh, after quite a few years later and, and going through some hardships, I eventually did find my connection to source and I did 
get to did manage to have an experience where I felt what it would feel like to be born again, so to speak. Okay, like my heart was activated at one point. Like it's been activated twice at this point because at, at, later on down the road, I went through more hardships and eventually, which I think was all purposeful. Okay, I think this was all meant to happen. This is like it's like when you a coal turning into diamond. You know, like I I had to go through these hardships in order to see in order to be reborn a, even even shining more of light into into the world so to speak because we're really just vessels for god's light you know we're really just trying what they you know what we got to do is we got to make the space inside of us to let as much of that god light through us shine through us work through us you know and so i would say um Quite honestly, I was also always fascinated in extraterrestrials. I used to watch this show called Sightings. I don't know if anyone remembers this show, but kind of dated myself. Sightings? Oh my god! You remember I can't that? Oh, that's going to date both of us. Like that. That shows our age. But like that. That, that must be we're around the same age because I remember Sightings. That was when I was on when I was a kid, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, me too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, I really I I loved the show, but at the same time, it terrified me. You know, so it got to the point where, like, I mean, I would be you know, in my bed at night, like, you know, oh my God, like, are they going to come abduct me? You know? And, and, and the one thing I would tell myself was like, I won't remember afterwards. So it'll be okay. You know, like that's the only way I got through it until eventually in my early twenties, I just completely shut it off altogether, you know? And I just, I just couldn't even go there. And, um, but I did not realize what that was going to be taking away from my life to not be able to explore those topics within myself because of that fear. And I realized I, I came to realize that fear was one of the the, the biggest proponents as to what keeps us from connecting with our, our own ET families, you know, and our own connection to source is, is just this fear. And so I had to learn to overcome it. And through um, many, like I said, many years of, of hardship, I eventually did come back to myself and I had um, really, uh, I guess I'll just get right into it with my, my I had a soul braid walk-in experience basically where I was pregnant with my, my daughter. Okay. I, I have six children and I had five boys first. All right. And I was pregnant with my daughter and I was just not in a good place. And so I was in my room one night and I was crying and I was pleading to God. And I just, I, I, I had not spoken to God in years at that point. And at one point I had a connection with him where I felt like I was getting like a constant interaction with him. And I, so I knew what that felt like. I knew what it felt like to really be connected to God. And I wanted that back because the thing was, is I, need, I needed help because I knew I recognized at that point from my own life that my childhood experiences had kind of set me up to repeat these patterns of dysfunction that they were comfortable. OK, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's what I think is the biggest problem is that we are living in dysfunctional ways. But because we were taught they, like because we grew up, grew up in it, it felt like normal to us. You know, so it takes a while to snap out of that and realize, okay, well, okay, just certain things, even like small things, you know what I'm saying? Because the big things, obviously, yes, people know the big things, but there are smaller things that we don't necessarily look at. So I really, I had to look at, the, I noticed, okay, that there were these patterns that had been created in my life. And I, and I knew it was from watching my mother and seeing my mother model this for me. And I knew having this baby girl that she was going to go out in the world and she was going to do the same exact thing that I had done and she was going to repeat whatever it is that, I, you know, in her own way, in her own unique way, she's going to take what I show her and make it her own. And I, I just could not bear the thought of 
her going out into the world and having to and suffering in the ways that I had suffered. And so I was, I was crying and I was praying to God and I said, I can't do this alone. You know, I really need help. And like, granted, like, like I'm in a community now where people understand this stuff. Okay. It's, it's not as like, um, taboo. Like, like it's, it's something, a thought in their mind at this point in time though, I have to really emphasize, like I had no, um, previous information when like nothing to be able to connect what a soul grade walking was. I, I had no idea. I didn't, I stopped believing in ETs and everything like that. I, I, I didn't really, I didn't feel like I was telepathically connected to people or an empath or anything like that. Okay. So when these, these incidences started happening to me, all right, it really like, it really shook me awake. Okay. So I'll just, I'll continue with the story. So I was in my room and I was crying and I was sitting in my bed and at the end of my bed, a being appeared and this being only showed itself for a second. It kind of, um, like if you can imagine the end of the footboard, okay, and it kind of just, it did like this, okay, and I could see its body just for a second, and it kind of looked like, and I, and I say this every time, but it, it's not as, okay, if anyone watches Doctor Who, okay, if you know what the silence looks like, they, it looked kind of like that in body shape, it was very long, and um, had white skin, and had a very round, uh, round head like this, and, um, but its face was a little different. Its face was more human looking. It looked more petite in the mouth area, okay? But it had big eyes and everything like that. And they started speaking to me telepathically. And they started telling me that they could only, they said, they, I have to show myself to you because that's part of the rules that they follow. And I, I realize now that this is about consent, okay? This is about, they, they were taking measures to make sure that um, they weren't, I, I wasn't feeling like I'm being, like having the wool pulled over my eyes or something like that. So they, they told me basically, okay, I can help you. And they said, I could only show myself to you for a second because I didn't want to scare you. And quite honestly, it was scary. So I was really kind of grateful that they only showed themselves to me for a second because as humans, okay, as, as you know, in a, a mammal body, all right, we all have that immediate fight or flight, okay, response to things that are, that are scary or unknown, okay? So that definitely was going to kick in if they had done that for any longer. And I've had other experiences since then where it, that has been tested. So I know exactly what people talk about when they when they talk about being confronted with um, an ET and like feeling that fear and dread that wants to run. And so they, they kept talking to me and this took place over a couple of days, quite honestly, this was like a conversation that was happening on and off throughout these couple of days. And they were telling me they could help me, that we could become one together and if we became one together, that that um, if I agreed to that, then they could get me their assistance. And they wanted me to think about it. And so I, there was things that I was thinking about. And over those two days, they guided me to find this, this little Anubis doll that was behind my bed. And behind this Anubis doll was a little heart that had Mickey and Minnie Mouse on it. And... That later on, that's when they told me, basically, they said, Anubis has your heart. Anubis has your heart and your heart has died, basically. Now, four years later, after this happens, I'm just going to fast forward real quick, briefly, jump over to this. Later, I found out through um, Lisa Renee's work. I don't know if anyone's, if you're familiar with that, but Lisa Renee does this uh, 
website. It's called the Ascension Glossary. And she gets into a lot of technical terms that really resonate with me. Okay. But it's like not for people who are like, it's, it's stuff that you have to like download even as you read it. It's like so complex. Like you have to like, like you have to process it. You read something and then you have to wait and let it like sink in. And sure enough, in this Ascension Glossary, she talks about the Anubian black heart and how that's basically what happens to the high hearts of star seeds. Okay. When they put, when they are put through so much trauma, okay, that it creates, it, it crushes the light, it crushes the star, the, the heart. Okay. And, and, and so this is how I had seen it. Okay. So like I said, they guided me and they showed, they told me Anubis has your heart, your heart has died. And that this is, was my biggest problem. This is why I wasn't able to have any feelings of joy or happiness or love. And they had even given me a dream to show me that I hadn't experienced happiness in such a long time that I had literally forgotten what it felt like in my body. I'd forgotten what happiness felt like. And so I decided at that point in time to do a meditation, which was the first time I had done a meditation in, in years and years and years. And when I did this meditation, I immediately saw my guides standing around me. Although I didn't know they were my guides at first, I just saw these beings standing around me and it looked like they had a flashlight underneath their, their chins. And so it kind of scared me for a second and I kind of pulled out and they told me like, no, go back in and look again. And they said, look, take a look at your heart. So I went back into the meditation and I looked down and my heart looked like a big like block of glass obsidian. It's like it had been covered in this black goo and this black goo had hardened. But inside of this black goo or this obsidian, a crack had formed. And through this crack was shining a brilliant blue light. All right. And that's the light that was hitting their chins. So I took all of this in and by the second or third day, I, I finally had a question for this being that had been talking to me. And I told them, I said, you know, cause I was kind of looking at it as like, you know, what about this body? You know, this body has its own consciousness or, or its own thoughts. Like the brain is the thing that thinks for the body. Okay. So what's going to happen to Cassandra, the body, okay? what's going to happen to her if I agree to become one with you? You know, I don't, I told them, I don't think it's fair that Cassandra should go through all this suffering and not get to come along. And they were quite, I could feel the energy from them. They were quite pleased with my response. And they said, no, no, no. They said, if we become one, then Cassandra's story becomes part of my story. And we, even when you die and you leave this body behind, we will live on and go on forever because we are immortal. And so at that point I agreed and I said, yes, okay, I will become one with you. And they immediately took me to my deepest, darkest childhood memory that I absolutely did not want to look at. And they sat with me while I let my heart and the obsidian stone break open so that we could break my heart and start to repair it. So that way I could come back into feeling love again, because love is God, you know, and not to have that. That's, that was the thing that was missing. Like my life felt like it had no meaning at that point. Like I was just living, I was just going through the motions, you know, like, and so slowly over the next four years, um, with many different types of experiences and doing the work myself, you know, putting in the work of meditating every day and doing Qigong and doing the self-reflections, I did eventually, the, the soul break completed and my high heart was completely activated at um, the Starseed Adventures uh, conference that I had gone to, which has a whole 
whole lot of just absolute magic that happened around this event for me, which I just feel like was completely orchestrated for me to make me feel loved, to make me feel special, to reconnect me and, and let me know, like, no, like I matter. You know, it's like about the belief in yourself that is like the most powerful thing, your, your belief, your willpower, you know, what you want to, the change you want to see in the world, it requires that. The change you want to see in yourself requires that. And so I really, I, I worked really hard at it. And um, the things that came along with that was other ET experiences. You know, I've had quite a few interactions with beings of um, just like they take, like during meditations, during dreams, uh, where, where I, they let me know and they tell me, they say, you know, we are always listening. We are always listening. We are always here to help you. We are always trying to help you. And so uh, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm going on and on and on. So I'm going to let you go ahead and take over again. That, that's the beginning part, I guess you could say, of um, my experiences. As far that's as that's fascinating. Here. This entity that you were in communication with, did mm -hmm. it, um, do you, what kind of entity do you think it was? And like, are you sure it wasn't like a trickster or something? Like, I'm not, I'm not yes, judging or anything. I, I, I just want to make, I just want to get your full like perspective on that. Like, yes, because, because the spirit world is crazy. Right. That's why I say that. Like, like, you know, that from being involved in it, like um, we do have tricksters. We do have uh, all kinds of entities that come to us. Like, um, so what are your thoughts on all that? Like, and how did you resonate? How did you know to resonate or did it just kind of resonate with you to where it felt right? Yeah, I think, um, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And, um, at the time I didn't even really have the, 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 I, I'm looking for the right word. I didn't, I didn't know to, to that even like, do I resonate with them? Do they feel good? Do they feel bad? To me, it felt like help. To me, it felt good. I trust, I ended up trusting this person. And I still do. I think that, okay, this is who I think it is. Because I did. I, I Every time I, I say a prayer with, um, you know, just put it out there. Like, you know, I, I wish you could get, send me a picture of what this would look like. I don't have one. And I want to be able to show people, you know, what you look like. And sure, if my prayer is going to get answered, it usually happens within 24 hours. My requests usually happen within 24 hours. And so, sure enough, when I asked for a picture... I got one and it actually came along with a description of what being, what type of being it was. And it was a, a Draco human hybrid. And, you know, like at the time, again, I, I, I didn't think anything bad of it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think quite honestly that these soul break walk-ins are us from the future. I think this is a version of me who came back to help me get through uh, and correct some timeline things that had maybe had gone wrong or to align me with my timeline of um, my highest timeline of love and joy, because that's, I, it's only benefited my life. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I would say, I, I do not think that this is a bad entity. I do. And, and, you know, and considering the topic of reptilians in, in this community, it would, I, I, I won't deny that I did get a little nervous when this information came to me that this was a, a draconian human hybrid. You know, like, can I share this with people? Are they going to automatically think this is a, a negative, a bad thing just because of, of the, who it's attached to, you know? And then I had to realize, like, no, like, wait a second. Like, there's no whole race that is just bad. There's there's no, like, that, that's just not the truth, you know? And the other description that came along with this um, picture of this entity that, that looked exactly like 
the thing that I'd seen. So that's why I, I really truly believe this. And it said that they were of the inner inner earth Melchizedek council, something along those lines. And it went right in line with like several other synchronicities. So that's how I know how to latch onto these things is because it'll come with like, not just like one synchronicity, it'll come with like five synchronicities, you know? And so when I'm trying to help people have experiences like the ones I have, because we all can experience this mag these magical things, you know, it's about, it's about really paying attention to those synchronicities. And when you're in alignment, they come more, you know, they come more just naturally. So um, long story short, I think that it was a good entity. I think that, I definitely know, can sense the different, like now that I know how I've learned how to trust myself more when it comes to my empathic abilities, my telepathic abilities, you know, I can feel when there are beings that are out of resonance with that, you know, I like even like middle ground, because, you know, even fairies, fairy beings, you know, they can be tricksters. You know what I'm saying? It's about the percentage. It's like spectrums, you know, so, and, but in this particular case with my soul braid walk in, I think it was positive. I think it's only had a positive impact in my life. It's like literally guided me through um, healing and, and turning my heart back on so that I could be a better mom, you know, and a better person. That's so. fascinating. But, but one thing, another thing I wanted to ask you, I think this is really important is um, you mentioned that you had a lot of hard, hardships in your life. And I believe that we're in some kind of simulated reality. And, and, and what, why I'm saying that is because it seems like, a lot of times star seeds like people like you and me are faced with a lot of trauma before we come into our awakening like where we have either a lot of hardships or we have a lot of trauma it just seems to like it's I, i've seen it happen over and over again with like I, I i don't even know how many people and then you don't know how many people call, email me and tell me that they're dealing with like addiction and they're they're star seed you know what i mean so i just want to ask you why do you think this happens to star seeds that we it, go through hardships, trauma, addictions, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like I could probably keep going on, but do you know where I'm going at with what going with, with that? A hundred percent. Yes. Um, well, I think the biggest thing is, especially if, uh, if, if anyone wants to go and look up the term and the Ascension glossary, the, um, the Anubian black heart, cause it's just a great resource for talking about the spiritual aspect of the heart and what happens to starseeds hearts when like, they literally want us traumatized. They want us traumatized because when we experience these emotional hardships, for me, how, how, um, how I view it, okay, is that it's like getting hit, okay? When you get hit, you, get, you form a bruise, right? Well, when you're emotionally hit with heartache, it can form a bruise. And if that is not allowed to heal, okay, then it forms this dead light around the, the high heart, okay? And that, that dead light, that, that blackness is what eventually, you know, crushes that star seed. It crushes the high heart, okay? And so, and, and that's the place they want us in because when we're not vibrating in resonance with those higher frequencies of love and joy, okay, then we're miserable and, and the world is the way it is and because we are co-creating this, you know? So they, they, I, I think that addictions also is a way for uh, star seeds that it's a coping mechanism. You know, because we're used to those higher frequencies. I think a lot of star seeds are just, they're used to coming from those dimensions that are more easily filled with love, joy, and bliss. And so that's one of the only ways that they can seem to get back to that, especially if they have been experiencing these traumas and they don't know how to clear them. Because if they, if it's, um, if it's not cleared, you know, you'll end up in the same type of position that I'm describing of when 
you know, when I was crying on my bed asking for this help, you know, and that's no way to live. That's no way to live, you know, and, and here I was a mother of six and having to be the example to them of how to experience happiness. How, how was I supposed to show them that, you know, the basic, basic emotions and stuff, you know, they, but they want that, you know, the, the controllers of the world who are feeding off of us, they, they absolutely want us not feeling the good feelings. They, they want us to keep creating those lower vibes. You know, I, I agree. I agree. So, um, like, do you, do you think there's a way that like other people can like ask for assistance to like extraterrestrial races or spirit guides, angels, um, you know, just what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think absolutely. I think you, you not only can you, but you should. You should ask for assistance if you're struggling. You should ask for your angels. You should ask for your higher self. And for your guys to to assist you, because uh, especially if they are um, the the good ones, I suppose um, they need consent. That that's the main feeling I got off of it was that they really they need your consent. Otherwise, um, and the bad guys too, so, to a certain degree. Yes, we know that. But they had they use loopholes. That's the thing. The bad guys they use loopholes to get around that. All right, but with the good ones, they they need you to ask. They like because this is um, a solo mission, so to speak, when we come into these vessels. And, and it's meant to be that way. It's meant to be all about you. You know, it's every person. It's what's important to you. What meaning are you drawing from this for you? What brings you joy? What And sharing those things with other people. That is what helps other people find theirs. You know, showing your uniqueness, showing your authenticity. It's what is like um, the match that will light the fire of all the other matches. When, when you stand up and you show that you're willing to be your most authentic self. No. That's cool. I, I like that. Now, one thing I wanted to touch on that I, I'm not sure we use, uh, you is you have like an affinity for Egypt, like a lot of us do. Like I do too. Like I, I you know, I, I, I uh, do. Do you feel like you have past lives in Egypt, and and is that why you feel like the affinity towards it? Oh, a hundred percent. In fact, I have been. I've I've known this since I was very very young. Um, when like a 12 year old 13 year old child that like my favorite shop to go to was this one that had all these egyptian products all these uh, different egyptian symbols and stuff and you know I, one of my favorite movies ended up being stargate okay and my favorite constellation was orion because it reminded me of the pyramids okay in the middle of the pyramids and um and I, and I even got a tattoo i i drew this tattoo of the the eye of horus that i have on me so i just I just always known that that was a, like one of my favorite lifetimes. That's what it tells me when these things really stand out, when you're just naturally drawn to things like that's, there's a reason why you're naturally drawn to those things. Not everyone has these same attractions. You know, you got to pay attention to what specifically you like. This is how you start to know who you are. And it's really all about that. It's really all about the inner journey and pulling out and, and getting to know yourself because you're a fractal of God. And when you get to know him, he, it, you, it's like, it's, he gets to experience that with you as well. You're doing it for each other. It's like this, it's, it's just a really beautiful experience. And so pay attention to the things that, the places on the world that you're attracted to, the time periods that you're attracted to, because those are the, thi those are the things that you remember. That's, you're carrying something from there. You know, and I would just basically, I think I would suggest to people if they, when they are drawn to something like this and they want to know more, if they want some more confirmation or of some sort, you could pray about it or you could even and ask for, you know, the signs. When you're in alignment, those synchronicities come 
and they'll stand out. If you are able to tune into your own body's subtle energies, okay, you'll feel the ring of the bell when you come across something that is you, that you're like, oh, yes, I feel that. Yes, I know that. That is that is definitely me. I Something about me remembers this. Or you like, I'm thinking you guys could go to like a QHHT person and, and do a past life regression. But for me, um, and I did do one at one point in time, um, but for me, I just always in, intrinsically knew that that was a place that I, I had been and I absolutely loved. That's fascinating. Now, um, I, I, I listened to another podcast you did. It seems like you've had some encounters with the Greys as well. Has that been a lifelong thing or like what's uh, what's been your experience with them? I think it has been, quite honestly. I think that... The, again, the things that you're attracted to, there's a reason why you're attracted to. I think part of the reason that I was even attracted to the show sightings was because of the fact that I was already experiencing something, you know. And when I finally did get, an, get up the courage to ask my guides, I just asked them. I said, you know, if this is really happening to me, I want to know and I want you guys to show me, you know. And so sure enough, do you want, you want me to just go into it? I'll just tell you some of the the adult oh, yeah, I that I had. yeah sure absolutely so i had asked for this okay this was now i'd finally um even after my my soul braid walking experience it took me a while to really get into the whole um et and ufo community so to speak i, I had still had shut that off it wasn't even like a possibility for me but and i and i'm just going to say this you know it was Corey good quite honestly that brought me into the mix someone had sent me a video of his and um, I just really resonated. I just felt like, oh my gosh, like this is what I've been waiting to hear. This is the stuff, this is the stuff I've been waiting to hear. And I was so happy and I was so excited because I was like, you know, like, wow, we're not alone, you know? And then at the same time, I was also like, oh shit, we're not alone because they're not all good, you know? And so I had asked my guides, I just said, you know, if this is, if I'm being abducted, if that's the reason why all this stuff is happening, you know, just let me know. And so, one night I was in my bed and I, I wake up quite often. I had a little baby at the time and it was about three, four in the morning and I went to the bathroom. And when I came back, there was a bright light right outside my window. Okay. And it was shining like a bright spotlight. It was very weird. And so I tried to like lean out and look to see what it was, but um, I have a, I had a ledge, you know, the roof that goes over a little bit. So I couldn't see, I could only see just this white light just shining right in my yard. And it, there was no, there was a, there was, it was very quiet, so it wasn't like a plane or anything because I thought maybe it's a plane, you know, just you, you, things you try to come up with, explanations. And that was when it hit me, like, oh, something, like, oh, snap, you know. And I got in my bed, and I pulled the blanket up over me, and I just kept my eyes closed, and I just said, you know, like, I, I don't want I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. That's, this is the first time, okay. So, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I, I keep my eyes closed. I'm not even going to remember anyway. And, and oh yeah, I remember the first instinct thought I had was, oh no, not again. So apparently I had experienced before and I almost forgot about it. I, I did almost forget about it, but something stayed and it got triggered the next day. It was like, there was like a, a memory bubble or something that was outside of me and it got popped. And when it got popped, I was like, oh my God. And you know, um, my daughter's father was there at the time and he was the one that reminded me. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, there was a light outside. And, and I swear, I was like, it was a, a UFO or something like that. I it had to have been because of the way it felt when I had my eyes closed. I And I said, oh, no, not again. I felt the white light come through me. And it was like a, like a white noise, kind of like almost like a, an old modem kind of sound, like starting up. Okay. 
Um, it came through my whole body, but then that was it. That was it. And I barely remembered it the next day. So I was kind of disappointed in myself, quite honestly, that I had not had the courage to keep my eyes open and want to remember this. So I just told my guides again, I just said, you know, I want another opportunity to remember. And so, you know, if I ever have that chance again, I will make sure that I, I participate, so to speak. And so a couple, Wait, couple months a later, oh, go ahead. I, I was, oh, you're probably getting into this. I was going to say, you've seen craft too, right? You've seen craft up close, like from, from what I hear, what I remember, I think, right? Um, I haven't seen craft up close, but I have seen, I mean, I've been to East Eddie. So I've seen a lot, you know, I've seen a whole bunch of flying stuff. All up in there, what was your experience is, um, like there? Was it was it legit? Was it like was it? Did you meet James? Yeah. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I went. I went there two years um, in a row, and the land is beautiful. The land is legit. Okay. There are definitely spacecraft flying up around there. There's um these little portals, shiny, sparkly things that happen on the mountain that are just completely unexplainable. Um, I did have an interaction with one uh, with one of the ships that was passing by where. I connected with it telepathically and it's, it sent this purple, it looked like a purple light that just came down and it was like going right into my, the, my forehead. Okay. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like, am I getting like a download or something like that? You know? And I actually asked them, I, I was you know, talking to them and I just said, you know, Oh my gosh, could you guys go and deliver this message for me to someone? If you're real, if I'm really connected. Like, could you please do this? And, and they basically said to me, like, I can't believe you're asking us to go deliver a message for you when we're here to, you know, like basically see you. And, um, and, but, but they did, they did go do it. The, the, someone that I'd asked them to go deliver the message to, uh, I got a hold of them the next day and they're like, you're not going to believe this, but this purple orb flew into my room and connected with me last night. And it sent like this purple ray of light into my, into my face. And I don't know what it was. You know, and um, the message, I don't think the message really, they, they took in the message because they were just so shocked by what was happening. So I know, like, I just, I don't know. I try to do little things like that when I have these encounters to get them to interact with me, you know, to make, like, cause I, I mean, how else could you do, like, this person didn't know. I, I'm saying like a lot now, I'm noticing it. But like, this person yeah. did not know that I had asked for this. And then that happens. And it was like the same type of experience that was happening. So yeah, I would definitely say um, it's a real place. It's it's a real deal when it comes to that. The land. Mm -hmm. I I, I want to like give give people's like real experiences credit because like there's a lot there's a kind of like a push I would say like in like the skeptic part of our community right now. I, there's one show that I can think of, and people that are probably listening to this probably know what show I'm talking about. He kind of covers people like Corey Good and other people who he thinks are liars. And but what I'm seeing from that part of the community is that. They're trying to say that everything's like fake, like Bob Lazar's fake and this and that's fake and it's all fake. Okay. Well, you just proved that people can have real experiences. You went to East SETI and you had a real experience. These things are here. It's so I think like too much skepticism is not healthy. You know what I mean? Like I, I think there's there has to be a healthy balance between skepticism and um and 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 the reality of what we're experiencing on this earth, which is contact. Right? Would yeah. you agree with that? I absolutely agree with you on that. It's all about discernment. It's really going to be all about discernment. And again, you can't just um, you can't just discount uh, all of it because there are some fake stuff out there. You can't just discount all of it because of that. Like because you know, just because Corey Good came out and said the things he does, it's not like you can just suddenly discount 
all of every single person's testimony there. You, but it's about, it's about knowing yourself enough and, you know, doing the work internally to be able to harness your discernment, so to speak, and be able to get that um, solar plexus, basically, you need to get that in tune. So that way you can have that intuition, you know, and learn to, and learn to trust yourself, but they don't want us trusting ourselves. They don't want us knowing that stuff. They, they've been telling us since we were little programming us that, you know, any intuition that comes in, like, let's say you have um, uh, someone you, so, and as you're a child, you, you say to someone, you're like, you know, how are you doing? And they say, fine. And you can feel they're not fine, you know, but you're not supposed to acknowledge that, you know, they've been teaching us not to trust our intuition for forever. And it's about getting the courage and the bravery to not only do the work and be okay to be wrong sometimes like you have to make some mistakes in order to harness that skill like it's about to, to master anything you just have to practice and be okay to be, be okay with getting it wrong sometimes just keep going and eventually you'll start getting it right more than you're getting it wrong and you'll be you'll be guiding your way through life in a, such an easier fashion you know I, I agree. I, I really agree. Um, uh, oh, I was going to start getting into the tarot, um, but because uh, we can start doing readings. Like, if you guys want a reading, well, maybe we'll do a couple. Uh, you guys in the chat can um, just you kind of say if you want a reading, just type it in the chat. But I was going to say, do you did you did you design your own deck too? No, I didn't. I have been using um, the same deck since I was about twenty three. 23, I got this deck called the Aquarian Tarot. And it's just been my favorite deck. I fell in love with this deck. And um, I've had it ever since. So I do have um, another deck that I like to use lately too. It's um, the Adventure Time Tarot deck. But uh, just because I, I know this show so well and they did such a great job of putting the right characters on the cards. So it's kind of fun to switch it up between those two. But the Aquarian deck, that's where uh, that's where my heart is. Do you do you need any information from them? Like like for example, like I can put it up on the screen. Like the Andromedan says he wants one. Angela Stats wants yeah. one. Pamela Swan wants one. A lot of people want one. But um, <laughs> and uh, you know, like um, if you feel if you guys feel like you have like a a serious need, like you need your question answered, you can always do a super chat, and I'll get to your question faster, and we can do that way. But like um. I guess we'll just start off with the the first one, the Andromedan. Yes. That's cool. Yes, that is absolutely cool. Mm -hmm. All right, the Andromedan. We are going to be doing a card reading for you. All right, let me just get the cards shuffled. Okay, for the Andromedan. Just one second. Okay, all right. Tuned in. You want to be known, be known what it is we need to know for the Andromedan. What kind of so, deck did you say this was again? Sorry. It's called it's called the Aquarian Tarot deck. Hold on, I can get out the little little thing to show you guys. Oh, oh I like Aquarian that. You can see the bear deck. on it too. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, really so cool. Yes, I love it. It's like got a, like a 70s type of feel. So yeah. um, all right, so the first card the Andromedan got is the sun. Oh, there we go. You got the sun. Okay, so this is a very strong card. This is a very strong and powerful card. Uh, it's a major arcana card, so I, I'm going to say that this is definitely, um, you're at a point in your life where you're meant to be there, so if there, there's something that's happening right now where something in your life is being exposed, okay? Something in your life is having the light shined on it. 
Okay, most likely it's a very positive thing. Okay, because the the sun is a very you know the sunlight. Think about the sun, the warmth of the sun. You know, it makes you feel good, and it, it shows us the things that maybe we haven't been able to see. Okay, the only thing that can be a little bit of a drawback for the sun is that it can it might burn some things away. You know, so some things might get burned out of your life, so to speak, as as these like, like um, falsehoods or or deceptions of some sort. But most likely, this is um, a success card. This is if there's something going on in your life and uh, you've been waiting for the finish line to come. Like this is the success is coming. But hold on, let's just pull two more cards to see a little bit more. Okay, tell us a little bit more for the Okay, we got oh nice, we got the six of rods. Okay. Well, you're getting all good cards, Andromeda. Yeah, you really are. So this is actually that's it's a very similar card too to um the the sun card in itself too. It always reminds me of the sun card when it comes to the six of rods because it's a success card. It's a victory card. Okay, it's like you're triumph you're you're going you're triumphantly going um and taking these actions to to um get the rewards from some kind of success. It's like, think about it, about it like um, after winning the war and coming home, that's, that's what I'm feeling right now, is that it, it's that, that parade when you come home, you know? The thing that you have to keep in mind with this card though is that it won't happen unless you do those actions. So you gotta make sure that you do those actions. All right, let's do one more. Okay, one more for the Andromedan, one more for the Andromedan, what do we got? Okay, so we got the seven of rods coming along with you. Okay, so the seven of rods is another action card. Okay, it's basically it's saying you have the higher ground here. Okay, so if you feel like you've been being attacked lately, or there's been a lot of things that have just been coming at you, but they're not they're not really touching you, but they're like coming at you, and it's kind of maybe um, forcing you to to withdraw a little bit. You know, just stand firm because um, you have success on your side with these other cards here. Okay, so you have the higher ground. You you um you have the strength here so don't don't be afraid take those actions you're going to have something that's going to be really successful coming through for you that's okay. fascinating i hope that resonates with you andromedan yeah i hope i hope that was all right for you andromedan it sounds i recognize them from the great. chat yeah it sounds like you really know what you're doing it sounds like you've been reading for a while it sounds like you've been reading for a while i've i have been practicing it's been a couple of years now and um not only that but i'm, I'm fresh out of the the tarot class that I, I've taken just to um, keep my skills up, you know what I'm saying? So I got some things still locked in there pretty good right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So That's awesome. Um, uh, and the next one is Angela. Angela, I started saying it like I had an, uh, an accent. Angela Stotts. No, Angela Stotts. She's a she's a regular on my channel, and uh, right. she's a nice girl. She's really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go with Angela next. Angela Stotts. An experience All right. Too. Angela, Angela's had ET experiences, like, for sure. She's, she's like you. She has, like, you know, like, she has weird stuff happen to where, like, you can't really explain. She doesn't know what it is. You know what I mean? She hasn't really been able to. I mean, I think she has an idea. She has a good idea, but it's still up in the air for exactly. She has even implants, too. She just had one removed. I, I, I don't want to share too much, but she's going to. I'll let her bring put that out. Sorry. She needs, Sorry. To, she needs to have a channel, too. She sounds like she's yeah. You do need to have a channel, Angela. That would be a good mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. Okay, so let me just go ahead and get these cards ready. Okay, for Angela Stats. Angela Stats. Okay. 
Angela stats. One second, almost there. Angela stats. Okay. Okay, here we go. Boom, here we go. Okay. We got the Ace of Rods. Okay, so this is your first card. This is um, the main energies here. So um, what is the Ace of Rods about? Well, the Ace of Rods is, first and foremost, whenever it comes to Aces, I always remind people that this is a timeline shift opportunity. Okay, this is a new beginning. This is a new way of doing things, okay? Because the Ace of Rods is all about doing things and taking action and um, passions, the things that drive us, okay? So this is a possible opportunity for you to be doing something new as far as um, actions go, just even physically, like things that you're doing, maybe work, maybe a new hobby or something like that. But let's go ahead and pull a few more cards and see if they can give us a little bit more information. Okay, we got the Wheel of Fortune. So something is happening for you. Some luck is really coming your way and um, turning around for you when it comes to this new action that you're going to take, this new passion that's coming coming about inside of you, okay? So um, the Wheel of Fortune is also, I mean, it's a, it, it doesn't say that it, it'll last forever when it comes to this spinning of the luck, okay? Because it's, it's, it's always a, it's, it's just like a wheel, you know? It, the, the patterns, the cycles, they come and they go. So right now you're gonna be on, a, on an uptick. All right, so things are, are going to go your way. Things are getting better. Let's pull one more card. All right, Angela Stats, Angela Stats. Okay, we got the King of Swords. Okay, so the King of Swords is a character um, that is, first and foremost, you know, swords energy is has to do with thoughts and communications. It's about the way you say things. It's about the way the facial expressions that are on your face. It's about... Um, this guy is someone who is protected. He's very quick with his words. Okay, he might be a little stubborn though. He might be. He might be a little guarded. Um, one more thing. Trying to pull it. About the King of Swords. He's the type of character who might need to feel like the ideals are his first before being willing to take action on things. Okay, so that's something to keep in mind when it comes to someone who has a King of Swords energy. But it looks like there is a, yes, with all together, this is like an, an opportunity for new things, for new passions coming into your life, a new change in direction, um, good luck coming your way in regards to this King of Swords character, which could be just you, even if it's your own masculine energy, it could be you realizing how to swing your sword a little bit more better, uh, more efficiently being able to communicate. But if it's a, it's another person, you know, then look forward to that, that this, if there was something, if you have a relationship that has been, um, Look for a relationship to change, basically. Look for a relationship to change in a good way. Okay? All right. I, I got a say. super chat, so I guess we should get to that. Um, I Give me the super it. chat. Ready. Okay, so this one's from Candy R. Thank you for your donation, Candy. She's a, she's a great person. Uh, she says, oh, I would love you to read the cards for me, and thank you, she says. Oh, I love her name. Yeah. Candy. She, she, uh, I, she, a lot of the people are, are regulars here. They, uh, I love that. Uh, you know, Angela Stats, you got a confirmation by your shuffling the card. She says, Woohoo, you have no idea how on that is. It's oh, there. thanks. 
Oh, that's wonderful. Very encouraging. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm glad that it, I'm glad that that resonated. All right, so now we're gonna do candy R. Okay, one more shuffle. Candy R, candy R, candy R. Okay, can I create a Okay, here we go, Candy. Let's see what you get. Okay, the first card we got is the Six of Swords. Okay, so this is actually a really positive card to get. I really like this card a lot. Um, this is a card that is asking you to have faith. This card is asking you, like, maybe you don't know exactly what direction you're going in, but, you know, you have all the things that you need in the boat with you. You have all the ideals and the thoughts that you need to go forward with something. You just don't know exactly where that's going to be, but it, it it's a, for me, this is a very positive card. So I would say that you need to have faith and trust, okay, that you're going the right way, that you're going the right direction. Maybe if you've left something behind recently, like... Um, don't don't fear over that. Okay. Uh, let me pull some more cards though, just to see what else it can tell us. I candy R, candy R. Okay. Oh wow, we got a guy coming back here. We got a six of rods coming back. Okay. So we've seen this you guy already here. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of times I heard that like when we do these group meetings like this, like a lot of the people have the same, it's like always like a theme. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, people have 100%. The same energy coming in or luck or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. well exactly and that's a that's why a lot of times i just do collective if i don't have if i'm like doing a live stream and i've been talking for a while i i just do the um card pulls for the collective because it will resonate with people because these are i, I cannot think of the right word for it but it's like everyone it can go can relate to these things in their own personal way you know what i'm saying so it's like you can relate to the underlying energy of what this card is talking about in your own way. And it, you'll find it, you'll you'll find it. And it, it works for me too, that's the thing. The, the card pulls that I do for myself, for those collective card pulls, they end up absolutely showing up in my life too. So I'm not I'm not exempt from that just because I'm the card puller, you know? So yeah. um, we'll get back to um, Candy here. We got, we started off with the Six of Swords, which is having faith that you're going in the right direction. The, the Six of, of Rods who came along all right. Now, again, this is a card of victory. This is a card of success. This is a card of, especially if, if this, the six of swords is um, like a, a, even a trip, so to speak, let's say like, this is you making it there. And this is, it's going to be successful. It's going to be um, triumphant. I just, that, that's always the word that stands out to me, triumphant. But again, you have to make sure that you do the things in order to have that, that success. So I don't know if there's something else that that needs to happen. Let's pull one more card and see if there's um, anything else they can tell us. For Candy R. Candy R, one more thing. Okay. Okay. Seems to be a theme going on here today. Now we got the Queen of Swords. Okay. So the Queen of Swords. Okay. This is an energy that is very similar to the King of Swords, only um, the feminine version of it. Okay. So she's very quick-witted. She's very, um, it's easy for her to express herself, to communicate. She's very good with, with words, okay? She's very good with how she conveys the message. Oh, hold on. Like, she's the type of person where 
let's say you're even having a conflict with someone, like she's able to tell people um, really harsh messages, but in an eloquent and nice way to where it will be received in like um, in, a, in a less reactive response, okay? So she's able to do that. She's able to tell people, like let's say, you know, she's able to go and tell someone off and they'll be like, oh, okay, thank you. Like, you know, thank you for telling me that, you know, that's the type of person that she is. So I would say have faith, okay? You're gonna have some, um, be victorious in this. You're going to be doing things that are going to be successful. You're not only thinking things, you're having faith with your thoughts, okay? And taking those with you. You're gonna go somewhere good with it, but you're also taking the actions that are going to be positive um, and victorious when it comes to this queen of swords energy, whether that's you or whether it's someone, you know, just know that things are going, um, positively have faith. Okay. Have faith that things are, you're going to be able to communicate in the way that you need to, or want to message will be received. That's awesome. I hope that resonates with you. I hope uh, that resonates. Andy. Andy. Yeah. yeah. The, the next one, I'm just going in order from the way you guys submitted your questions because I, I, I want to be fair to, to you know. So um, the next one is from Pamela Swan. I know Pamela. She's a she's a fan of the Archaics channel, and uh, that's how I think I met her. Or yeah, she, exactly. But um, she's a really cool person. She's a she's definitely a truth seeker. Oh, like, beautiful. Uh, Love the last name Swan. One of my besties is Miss White Swan. And hopefully she's there in the chat. I don't know. She might be. She might not be. <laughs> I can't see the chat, so I don't know who's there. So Oh, there's right. a bunch of people. Everybody you everybody's really um everybody's relating oh. with your energy. Everybody really likes your energy. Like everybody oh. said how authentic you sound you sound like, you know, and and they, they could just tell that everybody's really vibing with you. I really appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that with me. All right, one more shuffle here for Pamela. Pamela Swan. Pamela Swan. Pamela Swan. Okay, oh, we're connected. Okay. Pamela Swan. Okay, so. Okay. About to pull. Okay, here we go for Pamela Swan. Oop. All right, Pamela Swan. Pamela Swan. There we go. Got it. Okay. So the first card we got for you is the Page of Cups. Okay. Now the Page of Cups, okay, he is someone who is, he's the youngest of the court cards. Okay. So this is a younger energy. This is an energy that's just coming into itself and just discovering the depth of its own emotions. Okay. Um, the other thing that this could signify is new psychic and intuitive abilities coming online. Okay. So keep that in mind that if you've been working on yourself and uh, expecting to see results, like that is absolutely coming. Okay. Like I always get the feeling that with pages too, that they always have that beginner's luck, so to speak. So if there, there's something that you've been hoping or wishing for, like this is just coming to me. Like if there's something that you've been hoping or wishing for, um, as far as an upgrade in, in knowing yourself or knowing who you are, so as we knowing what you, knowing what you feel like, that's the biggest thing is that um, look inside your own cup and see what's in there. Look to see what gifts you have, you know, because they're there and they're going to show themselves to you. Okay, just like this little fish is showing showing himself. 
Okay, so it's going to jump right out in your face if you just take a moment and you look inside there. All right, so let's pull a couple more cards though. They'll tell us more. Okay, we got the Two of Cups. Okay, I really love this card. It's one of my favorites. Um, let's see. So the Two of Cups is definitely a partnership that is forming, some kind of agreement. It could be a romantic interest, you know, it could be a, a new love or at least peace and harmony between two people. Okay, so if there's something, you know, it looks like considering the Page of Cups is an, an emotional person, okay, a very, it, it's all about the emotions. All right, I would say that, um, one second, let me pull it, pull it out here. Like the Page of Cups, like maybe it could be signifying um, the beginnings of a new relationship or because like I said, the Page of Cups is a, is a new, it's a new character, okay? He's like the youngest. So it could be signifying something new coming about when it comes to this, but let's pull one more card and see what else could be, okay. Okay, boom. All right, okay, so the last card we got is another major Arcana card, okay? It's popping in, and it is the Justice card. Okay, so, so it's kind of funny to me that we got the Justice card next to the Two of Cups because of the fact that the Two of Cups is, can really, um, tends to lean towards harmony and peace and a balance and an agreement and a coming together. Okay, well, the Justice card is also about balance. It's also about bringing peace. It's also about bringing fairness to this equation. Okay, so definitely... It, what's done is done what's going to be is going to be like it, it's is a card that says you know um for better or for worse you know it things it, it is final it is it has happened it is getting rebalanced and um just feel into that a little bit more for a second so you deserve whatever it is that you're getting Okay, if this, and, and it, feel, it looks like to me, it feels like a, a new type of loving experience here. So you deserve this. Really take that in. Really let that speak to you that you deserve to feel these ways. You deserve to feel that, that love inside your heart. Okay, so just keep doing the work. Keep pushing forward. And um, yeah, you're going to see the positive changes and benefits from this. That's, 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 I hope that resonates with you. Um, that's yeah, pretty awesome. Much. I was going to say we'll do one more because I got to work at like four in the morning. But yes, um, yes. but uh, what I was going to say was I want someone in the chat wanted to know, are you taking bookings right now? Like, are you, are you, will you, yes. are you, will you do readings for people? Absolutely. That's actually what I'm hoping to be doing more full time. I do it pretty much part time right now, but um, uh, absolutely. If you email me at Aurora Diamond Heart. Okay. I, we can um, hook something up. What is that? It's auroradiamondheart at gmail.com, yeah. right? Yeah, sorry. I guess I didn't say all of it. At auroradiamondheart at gmail.com. If you email me there, okay, we can converse back and forth and uh, set something up. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I hope you get a lot of reading. Usually, like, this is a good crowd. I think a lot of people will be interested, especially is how much I was seeing. Okay, so this, we'll do the, this is the last one. This is K. Paul Perez. He says, could I get a reading? No Russian can be last. Well, mm. 
Oh. Where I ended up working out that you end up being the last one. Like I, I feel bad for all these other people that want readings, but it takes so much time. And like I don't want to burn you out. I would never do that to a guest. And also, I do have to work at three, four in the morning. So I hope yeah, you guys can, yeah. can sympathize with me on that. Otherwise, I would do a longer show. But you know, like you know, <laughs> I totally understand. I totally understand. I've been up honestly since six thirty myself because um, you know, I had to get my kids up for school and everything. So yeah, definitely, you know, like I, I just, I don't, I took it because I still wanted to be able to do my podcast in the afternoon and evening. So it's not bad because like what I do is like, I wake up at three for work. I have to be there at four and then I just work till 12, but then I can come home and take a nap. So like, that's what people don't realize. Like, I, so it's not that bad. I take like two, like a couple 20 minute naps throughout the day and I'm, I'm, I'm all good. You know what and I you're mean? Good. So yeah. It's not that bad. It's, it's just, uh. It's just, it's just that initial wake up at three in the morning is what hits you. You, there's so many times where I'm like, oh man, I don't want to go in today. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Can, like, I can, yes, I do. I do know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, it's, it's the, pretty the much the same for me either. too. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. but it would be nice to be getting off that early, like that. Yes, and taking this from that, that, that I could see a benefit for that because I like getting things. Um, it like leaves your whole day open, whole rest of the day open after that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most productive part of it. Okay, so one more reading here. We're doing this for K. Paul Perez. Okay, all right, one more shuffle for him. K. Paul Perez. K. Paul Perez. Okay, I feel it. First card. Okay. Okay. I could feel that as I was connecting with you there. Okay. The first card we got is the Four of Pentacles. Okay. Okay. So this is a card that suggests that um, while you may be comfortable, okay, and there, it may not be a crisis moment right now, so to speak, you definitely have something that you're holding on to, okay, that. You might be holding on to it quite a bit tightly, in fact, but, you know, it's stable. It's a stable card. Okay, this is, you know, the, the pentacles are grounding and stability and um, receiving things, things of that nature. So I would say that the other thing to keep in mind that this could also, uh, on the other side, on the flip side of it, that it could be saying that you need to maybe clear some energies around the heart the earth star chakra and the soul star chakra, like or the crown chakra, like it could, you could be needing a little bit of cleansing on those things, but uh, let's pull some more cards to see what else that they have to say about this. So gripping onto something. Okay. Because it's comfortable and it feels good and you know it. And it's like, it's what you know, right? Okay. So tell us more. Okay. We got the king of cups. Okay, so the King of Cups is um, an emotional, it's, a, it's, it's an emotional man. It's an emotionally driven man. Okay, so he is someone who has very, very deep emotions. 
Okay. And it almost looks like he, like to me, this card for some reason always looks like they have a tear coming down their eyes. So it's someone who's like really in touch with uh, the depth of themselves. The thing is they don't always know how to share that with other people. They can kind of become uh, isolated and kind of a man on an island uh, in their own right. You know, they put their sword down, so to speak, and they're just sitting calmly and, and feeling. Okay. So there could be together with these two cards, I would say there could be some emotions that you're perhaps holding on to. Okay. That maybe needs to be looked at, but let's, let's go ahead and pull one more card to really see what they have to say. Okay. What is it? Okay. The magician. Okay. So we got another major arcana card. So this, again, this is the, um, Definitely a little stop sign on your timeline saying you this is where you're meant to be. Okay, This is what you're supposed to be doing and looking at. Okay, but with the magician, this is someone who they have all the tools that they need to do the magic that they need to do. Okay, so if we're talking even about clearing um, the heart space and stuff like that, if, if that's if we're looking at the other two cards, you know, like he has the tools to be able to do that. Maybe you don't feel like you have the ability to do that, you know, because the magician is, is the type of character or the type of card where, you know, you, let's say you have, you started working on yourself. Okay. You started, you chose a path and you chose a mission and you, and you're doing this mission and it feels like, Oh man, I've been doing all this work. And I don't feel like I'm making any progress on it, you know, until you stop and you take a second and you look and you look to see where you came from. And then you realize how far you've really come. And you're like, Oh wow. You know, like this, it's really been happening. There's real change here. There's real change here. So um, the magician is definitely saying that you have the tools that you need to to do what you need to do. You you have made the changes. Like, um, like really trust yourself. Really trust yourself. Like don't be afraid. Don't be don't be afraid to let go of something. Don't be afraid to allow the emotions um, to run through you. And don't be afraid to reach out to other people and and not just be isolated in that man on, man on the island type of mentality, because I think that's what's going to help clear that. You know, speaking is very important. I was literally just talking about this in my live stream yesterday about how, you know, the stories that play in our head, you know, like, I feel like everyone's got to have those, those, those moments where you just replay it and you replay it. And the, the one thing that I have found that really works in getting those things out and to make those tapes up playing is to, to share it with someone, you know, verbally share it with someone. And it, you'll be amazed at the changes that can happen by doing that, you know. So um, ultimately, I think that, yeah, this is this is definitely speaking on the fact that you have you have made the growth. You are somewhere. You, you need to look and recognize where you're really at, and who you really are, and how far you've really come, because it deserves credit. You know, it deserves acknowledgement. That's, that's fascinating. I hope that I hope that resonated with you, Kate Paul. He said it's hard, it, it, you know. But it, it, I th I think it's. it's I like, feel you. I can I can feel it. I can, I can literally feel it. Yeah. Right. What? It's hard for all of us because there, yeah. we live in this matrix, like it, and it's like trauma and 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 just hard times are. It seems like prevalent. Like it's. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's. It's like. Uh, I see it with everybody, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Well, we're also really getting hit hard right now, too, with the, the recent, just astrological stuff, like Pluto and, like, Saturn have just, like, made these transitions into completely new signs. So it's really 
shaking us up, you know, and change is scary. Change is really scary. And opening up is scary and letting yourself feel the, the things that you've not let yourself feel. You know, like when I talked about that soul braid walking experience that I had where we literally had to break open my heart and I had to let myself feel this grief and this pain that I just had been unwilling to feel. And once, once we did that, like that was what finally started getting that, that energy flowing and moving again so that I could go on to finally have happiness and love in my life again. So it's like, it's important. It's important to really go inside yourself and find the way to, because I think that a lot of, for me anyway, like my fear was, and I think my fear was staying stuck in that feeling like you're in pain and not being not like, when is it going to leave? You know, when's it going to go? When am I going to be out of pain? You know, and um, don't be afraid of that because it will move. It will, especially like I said, with the speaking of it, find someone you can trust and that you can open up to and speak to, even if it's just, you know, even if you just want to tell God himself, I know for me, it was, it was more validating for me to go on my YouTube channels and go to my friends and, you know, just tell them like, Hey, this is what I'm experiencing. And that is what's been the most helpful thing. It's been the most healing experience for me sharing these things with people. So I really hope that you can use that as a new tool. I like, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, we're out of time, everybody. Like that, Andrea donated. I feel bad. Like, I, could you, you do one, one more? Person? Yes, absolutely. We can do one more. I, I don't want to do. I don't want to be like that to someone. You know what I mean? So no, don't even. Doing, don't even stress. Don't even stress. This is Andrea Sullins, by the way. I didn't pull up her name, but um, let me let me pull her up on the screen. That way, you can see. Like, this is her name. She doesn't have a profile picture. There we go. But maybe okay. you can tap into her energy. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for donating, Andrea. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to leave, I wouldn't leave you out like that, especially you know, I feel bad. Thank you so much, Aurora, for doing this. I, oh, I not a problem. A lot. It's my pleasure. My pleasure, really. Okay, Andrea. And by the way, I'll have you back on anytime to do readings. You're oh, amazing. Wow, you're, thank you're you. Really, you're really good. Like I appreciate that. I think we got gotcha. you. I think we got gotcha. you. All right, hold on, Andrea. One more shuffle. Okay. Do you know what you need to be aware of? For Andrea Solis. All right, here we go. First card. Boop. Oh, we got the magician back. Heidi, hello there. Magician's coming back. Okay, so all the things I just said basically is what we're starting with. Uh, the magician is um, a card that is showing you how far you've come. It's telling you uh, that you have the tools that you need, okay, that you, you've really gathered a lot. Maybe you haven't noticed that, but if you stop and you take a look, like, Pat yourself on the back. You have come a long ways. You know, it's working. The thing that you're working on and you, maybe you feel like you've been putting all this time and effort into it and, you know, is it actually doing something? Yes. Yes, this change is happening. Okay? Like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Though. Let's pull a couple more. Call some more. Okay, here we go. Yes. I feel it. Okay, so the, the second card we got, as far as this magician first card and the second card, is the Ten of Rods. 
Okay, so the Ten of Rods is a closing. Okay, it's an ending. It's the, it's the wrap up to some actions that you have been taking. Okay, it is someone who, in fact, it's funny because I remember one of the things that stuck with me from another tarot reader even is that you're, you're packing up your tools and you're moving somewhere. Okay, you're, t you're packing up your things and you're taking that action and you're just taking your stuff and you're just like, I'm out of here. Okay. Um, and for me, it just lines up perfectly with the idea of this magician. So at this point, it's like if you look back and you see how far you've come and okay, you see what, what you're able to create now. Okay, and now maybe you're, you're taking that and you're, you're going somewhere else with it. You're moving along to something else, so to speak. Let's add, add one more card to the mix, though. I got it. Boop. Okay, so we got the Nine of Cups as the last card here for it. Okay. Now, the Nine of Cups... Okay, this is a lot of emotions going on here. Okay, this is someone who they have a lot in their cups. Okay, they, they got nine full cups behind them. So it means, I mean, that's that's a lot of. It could be good things, could be bad things. Either way, it's saying like you have you have a lot and is in abundance. Okay, an abundance of emotions here. Now, could it be perhaps a bit excessive and maybe need a little bit of a rebalancing? It's it's possible. It's possible that could be the case. But, you know, as a, another thing that the Nine of Cups for me, it's still, and it always sticks out, always sticks out to me. It's a, it's a wish-fulfilled card. It's like you got your wish about something, and that that's like the, the feasting that people do at the end of getting this thing that they wanted and getting this wish fulfilled. Okay, so ultimately, altogether, you know, the, the magician is speaking on, like, you have these tools, you're able to do these new things, and and create with these tools. And now guess what? You're going to get your wish. You're going to take the, these tools and, and do these actions. And um, you're going to be very happy with this outcome. You're going to be very overjoyed with this, this outcome, because to me, that's what this card is showing, like with all, with all of those cups, all those full cups. Okay. I'm trying to just going to tap it one more second and see if there's anything else. But I feel like we're at the end of that one. Yeah, it's good. It's good. They're saying, yeah, okay. That's good. I, I hope mean, that, I hope that, that resonated. I hope that resonated. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. cool. Um, that was a really good reading. Like, um, but uh, if you could tell everybody where to find you, your YouTube, and um, thank you so much. This was amazing. I, this really was fascinating. Like, thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So <laughs> just gonna sit here. I'm like, oh, okay. So you can find me again. You can email me at um, aurorodiamondheart at gmail .com, or you could always find me on Instagram at villanelle two is the panhand panhandle or whatever. And uh, lastly, you can also find me on Facebook. You can um, my profile. I have two profiles right now, but look for the one with the gold dress. That's the one that you can get a hold of me on. So uh, yeah, those are the ways to reach me, and I do hope to hear from some of you. And definitely would love to book some sessions, book some readings for people. Yeah. And people ask for your email. I just said it's in the description because I made sure it was in the description. So if you guys want to like link right to her email, it's it's right in the description. Just look in the description. Okay. And also, if you want to fo follow me on anything, I'm on all social media. If you want to donate, donate to my PayPal. Don't do buy me a coffee. They weren't giving me my money in a prompt manner. So I stopped using them. 
And if you want to buy merch, just email me. You know, you guys know my email. And and sorry, go ahead, Aurora. I forgot one thing. You can also find me on YouTube. Please find me on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. I'm trying to build up my subscriber count. It's just Aurora Diamond Heart. You can find me just by typing in Aurora Diamond Heart. And uh, yeah, I do lives there about once a week. I pull um, collective card readings at the end of every live. Sometimes I do nothing but readings and I get enough. I, I have still um, a low enough amount of people that come into the chat that I'm usually able to get to every single person uh, when I do a live like that. So please come and join me there. I would love to see some of you there. Okay. That's fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll get a lot of people from this because like you really did a stellar job. Like this was amazing. Like. You know, all all good stuff in the chat from what I'm seeing. So thank Wonderful. you once again. And, uh, I'm off to dreamland, everybody. I'm going to uh, try to have an out-of-body experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on mushrooms, well, too, by the way. I can, so, I mean, oh. I've been, I've been microdosing every day. And I, I'll tell you what, it's amazing. It really is. Like, I, it's profound. I mean, I've been really reaching some profound states. Like, I took edibles tonight, too. So I kind of mixed. I took, I took mushrooms I and love it. i only took like if, when we're talking about like what did i take though i took a very small dose of mushrooms and i took a half of an edible so i'm not like some master it's like perfect yes oh yeah no i totally feel you no like anything yeah no i'm totally okay with those things totally fine with those things i i take similar things myself i was actually going to recommend um i just got done talking about this on my channel yesterday actually there's a, an herb i'm taking right now that actually helps you um build up the hormone or the chemical that is needs to be in the brain in order for you to remember dreams. So if you have a hard time remembering dreams, you should look up this herb. It's called, it literally is just called Mexican dream herb. Now I know that sounds shady just saying it like that, but I swear it's a real herb, you know, so please <laughs> go out there and um, just look it up. You can find a tincture of it and you take, you take like, I take two droppers a night and it's, it's helping me remember, you know, because I like to remember my dreams because most of the time my dreams end up happening. They well all the time at this point. I end up having my dreams happen somehow the next day. So I, I'm like, I want to know, you know, I want a little sneak peek, you know? So if you are interested in a sneak peek as well, take some of that dreamer. That's awesome. That's a great recommendation. So yeah, well that, definitely. And I'd love to have you back. So thank you so much and uh, have a good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in.